Hey, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned mindset and business mentor. Not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now, I have created a life where I help entrepreneurial women create an unstoppable mindset and teach them how to grow and scale their own businesses, all while getting their own gifts out into the world and creating an impact. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, we have a splash of fun, we have lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and deep conversations about all the things. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Keeping It Real podcast. So the title was not clickbait. I'm not trying to just grab your attention. It's true. I'm going to be a grandma at the age of 39. So I'm going to be transparent. And you know what? Actually, I think I need to stop leading with that. I think it's a given (laughs) that I'm going to keep things real on the podcast. But I struggled with releasing this podcast. Um, this is the third time that I've recorded um, this episode. I was actually super uncomfortable recording it. I went out to my husband and gave him his noise canceling headphones and said, put these on. I don't want you to hear me recording this podcast. But I truly believe it's something that I need to record that I need to talk about. So here I am. So to give you a little bit of a backstory Because since I posted that I'm going to be a grandma, I've gotten two most popular questions. The first one, for those who don't know, Dwayne, is, are you married to a really old guy? And the second question that I've been getting is, did you have a baby when you were really young? And the answer to both of those questions is no. (laughs) I'm not married to an old guy. Dwayne is 42 um, and I didn't have my own child. Um, so to give you a little bit of a backstory, um, I met Dwayne in my, oh my goodness, I think I was 18 when I met him and my uh, daughter came into my life when she was, I believe, eight years old. So I've been in her life for quite some time and Dwayne actually, um, became a father at the age of 15. He, um, At the age of 14, sorry. So Dwayne was very young when he had uh, a child. And then I came into the picture when she was quite young. And my daughter is now 28 years old. So she's been in my life for quite some time. And she's my daughter. I've been there for all the milestones. I haven't missed a birthday. I haven't missed a special occasion. um, And I love her as my own. The reason why I'm coming on here today and sharing this and wanting to have an open dialogue around this is because while being a mom, and I'm going to use the word stepmom because every time I tell somebody I have a daughter or that I'm going to be a grandparent, I get the, oh, oh, it's not really your daughter. She's like your stepdaughter and this is not really your grandchild. And man, those words hurt so much. And I think it's really important to open the dialogue around this because sometimes people innocently say things, but don't recognize or realize the impact that it has on the other side. Dwayne and I, um, early on, I decided not to have our own kids for a bunch of reasons. 
But one of them was that in our 20s, we were helping raise um, a teenager. You know, we, we've had a lot of time in our younger years raising a beautiful daughter. And, you know, while there, there are other reasons as well, but, you know, we're not having any of our own. And I look at my daughter as my daughter, not my stepdaughter, not somebody who, you know, is, is not family. Like she is my daughter. Um, and, you know, when people say those things, they diminish your value as a parental role. And I know that's not the intent sometimes. But having this dialogue, and if you are a step parent or if you know a step parent, you know things are not the same, right? You know that things are different. But it doesn't diminish what you do as a mom or as a parent or whatever role you play in a different version of a family. And I took the liberty to look up the definition of a mother because that's the role that I am playing. Um, and the definition goes like this. It says, a mother is the female parent of a child. Mothers are women who, sorry, I'm dropping my H's now. I just came back from the Bay, <laughs> who inhabit or perform the role of bearing some relation to their children who may or may not be their bio biological offspring. And I share that with you because we grow up with a set of stories of what we believe a family is. And in today's society, there are so many different versions of families. And every time we try to hold on to the past and we say things like this, we are diminishing what a family really is. I know it can be innocent sometimes. And if you look at my family situation, I myself am a step parent and my daughter has myself, my husband, um, her biological mother and her other father, her stepdad. I'll use these words because most people can relate to that. My daughter has four parents. And from my perspective, I had, well, my dad, I had my mother. My mother was remarried. I had a, I'm using once again, a stepfather. And then to flip the coin, even on top of that, my father had a same sex relationship. So there were many different dynamics in my family. Being in the classroom, you never know what a child is going to walk in with. You don't know what their family relationships are. So our language that we use can either isolate or include people. And I know that it's a lot of conditioning and I know it's a lot of past. It's what you're used to. Sometimes we can't see past our own stories and our own experience. But my hope of having this podcast is for us to broaden how we think and to broaden how we look at things. And family dynamics is huge in today's society. No two families look alike anymore. A very long time ago, you could see yourself in every family that you went to for most parts. But today, there are so many different dynamics of what a family is. And I believe we have to do better about including people and be careful of the language that we use around these dynamics. Like I've said, I haven't missed a birthday. I haven't missed any special occasion. I couldn't possibly love my daughter anymore. If I did have a biological child, I would treat my biological child the exact same way I treat my daughter because for me, it's she's my own. <laughs> and I understand that I share this responsibility with other people. And while I won't dive into all of the specifics because I'm not the only person in this situation, there are a lot of different dynamics that make being 
a step-parent challenging. It's beautiful, but it's also challenging in so many ways. And hearing other people diminish your role, a role that you have chosen to step into, a role that is already hard enough as it is, it's really, really challenging. And we really need to step into owning what we are saying to people, how we look at things, and break these transgenerational barriers that we have developed. In today's day and age, we have to be more accepting that there are different families. We have to be accepting that families may look different from yours. But because a family looks different, that doesn't diminish their role. This is going to be a hard thing to hear, but just because you're a biological parent, that doesn't make you a better parent. (laughs) You know, there's so much more to a family than just roles. And I truly believe that it's about love. It's about connection. It's about showing up. It's about support. And so many different families have different definitions of what a family is. And I think that we need to be careful of the language that we're using being careful of the labels that we're putting on people and really accept the fact that families may look different than yours, but that doesn't mean that family is not whole. That doesn't mean that that family is not full of love, that that family is anything less than what you have as a definition of family. So I really wanted to have this conversation. I guess I'm having a conversation with myself, but I really wanted to break down some of these things because I might not have been able to hold my daughter when she was a baby, but you know what? Being a grandparent, we are super excited that I will now get to hold my grandchild when they come into this world, you know, and that's beautiful. That works for us. We are finding what works best for our family. And when you diminish that and when you say things like, oh, she's not just, she's not really your child or You know, Dwayne and I were out for a walk the other day and Dwayne and I have been together for like like 20 years. But every time I say this, I add a couple years on. But, you know, and Dwayne got the congratulations and I was kind of skipped over. And I know these things are innocent, but challenge the way you think of things. Challenge the way that you look at family, because those little shifts that you can make make a huge difference. You don't need to be a biological parent to be a parent, okay? So these are just some things that I really want to kind of dissect. And if you are a step-parent or if you're in a family that looks different from other people, you totally understand what I'm saying. You understand that feeling. You understand the hardship that comes with being different. You understand how just one kind remark, including you, can make a huge difference. For example, Mother's Day is a very hard day for me. Mother's Day, I see all of my friends who have biological children being celebrated. And I often get overlooked, which I know I can't control. But there's still a sadness when you show up as a mom, when you are doing everything a mom role would do. And because biologically... I don't have my own child. I'm not deemed as a mother on that day. These are just some little things to kind of, I guess, force you to look outside of the box. A mother can mean very different things. A father can mean very different things. A grandparent 
can mean very different things. And just because somebody else's family might look different from yours, it doesn't mean that it's any less. And I think we really need to start having these conversations. And I think we need to let go of this idea of things being perfect. I think somewhere along the road, we feel that we have to, on face value, for everything to look perfect. But as you're navigating these waters of either being a step parent or being inclusive or changing a language that you use around this, give yourself permission for it to be messy, for you to figure it as you go along. But as long as you're staying in this is what a family should look like and this is what a family needs to look like, you're missing out on so many beautiful things. And I really, really encourage you to let it be messy and to really look at things differently. Because what you believe, they're just stories, right? We all believe things about ourselves, about what we're capable of, about what is right, about what we believe. All of these things that we have been taught are just that. They're things that you've been taught. It's not necessarily the truth. What you believe in and what you've been taught is not necessarily the right thing. So I encourage you to challenge how you look at things to challenge how you say things, how you interact with people, how you look at families or anything else that's come up. Like as, as you're listening to this, if you're like, oh my God, I didn't realize that I did these things or I didn't realize that I thought these things, then allow yourself to be open and to challenge what you think. Most people wait until they have like a rock bottom or something big happens to force them to look at things differently. But I don't believe that's the only way that you can change and the only way that you can look at things. If you're listening to this, challenge your own thoughts, challenge your stories, your beliefs, your actions, and become part of the solution where you actively decide to look at things differently. Because as long as we hold on to, well, that's what we've always done, then that's pretty damaging because what you've always done is not necessarily right. What I've always done is not necessarily right. And it's up to us to be part of a solution where we think bigger picture, where we look at things differently, where we realize that just because we've done things for, su for such a long time, it doesn't make it right. So this is not to be pointing fingers. This is not shame. This is not judgment about yourself. This is about learning and going, oh, okay, how can I make this better? How can I uh, change how I look at these things? Because Maybe you are a part of a different family. Maybe your parents are divorced. Maybe you're a parent and you're divorcing. Maybe you are part of a same-sex marriage. Like in today's day and age, family looks different for so many people. And so many people stay in family situations with the fear of shame and judgment instead of getting out of unhealthy situations and creating their own family dynamic. We can be part of the place where we make people feel comfortable about what their family looks like. In this day and age, family is what you make it. Some of my best friends I consider my family. They're not my blood, but they show up as family. They show up as somebody who cares for me. So we get to create our own definition. We get to put our own boundaries in place and we get to decide how we are going to show up as a family. And that's up to you. So as you navigate this, if you have, have people in your life who are different dynamically, 
Pay attention to the language that you use. Pay attention to how you treat those people. And you know what? The more that we become aware of our own patterns and behaviors, the more we can foster beautiful change and a more inclusive environment. Because I will never forget the look on some of the children that walked into my classroom and how they were so scared to share their family situation because it was different. We as a society have created an environment where it's not safe to talk about things where we are different and we have to change that. Nobody is the same. We're all different. We all have different things. We all have different backgrounds. We all have things that we are unique of. And as long as we try to put people in cookie cutter situations, there's always going to be a form of unhappiness, of shame when they try to show their true colors. It's safe to be who you are. It's safe for things to be different. It's safe for your family to have a different resemblance of somebody else's. But it's not okay for us to pretend that there's only one way for a family to be. So I hope as you listen to this podcast, you look at things a little differently when you see a family that doesn't look like yours. And I can tell you one thing, Dwayne and I are super excited to be grandparents. We still have a lot to process. (laughs) 39 is very young to be a grandparent. But the most important thing is that our daughter is happy and she's excited and she's bringing a child into the world that is going to be so loved, not just by two parents, but by four parents. And that's a beautiful thing. So I hope you learned something today. I hope that this gave you an opportunity to look at families a little different. This is not my traditional uh, conversation here on the podcast, but I, we all have a family and we all have different dynamics. So I'm sure as you're listening, some piece of this podcast, you've been able to resonate. So thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, uh, please share it with somebody. Leave me a review. Your reviews mean so much to me and they make a huge difference. So thank you for listening and remember to keep it real and to have some fun. Thanks for spending time with me today. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, feel free to take a screenshot and share this with someone that you think should hear this. If this is your very first time listening, I would really appreciate if you push that subscribe button so you can join us for all future episodes. And if you're feeling really generous, I would love for you to leave a five-star review. Be kind, folks. I'm Gina Keeping, and today we have been keeping it real. We'll see you next time.